1: I'm in conversation today with Shiloh Koch, a composer, musician, actor, and writer who stars in a new audio play called Recognition. In it, she voices Song, a Black woman composer who stumbles upon the work of Afro-English composer and conductor Samuel Coleridge-Taylor. The play, and their conversation across space and time, asks important questions like, how do we honor the forgotten whose work was once celebrated, and who gets to decide which work stands the test of time? In our conversation, Shiloh and I explore how she's carving her own space in industries dominated by white people, her close relationship with her grandmother, coming into herself as a queer Black woman, and how music offers her space for safety, joy, and love. We discuss the importance of orienting ourselves and our work in our purpose, pursuing impact over recognition, and the conversation she hopes a queer Black woman will have with her work in the future and long after she's gone. I'm Josh Rivers, and I'm Busy Being Black with Shiloh Koch. I'll be yeah. Shiloh, thank you so much for being here and for making time for me and for Busy Being Black listeners.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: I open usually by asking all of my guests a question. How's your heart?
2: How is my heart? Wow. (laughs) That's a serious opening question. Um, My heart today is um, full. A little bit tired, though, but full.
1: I think we all say this, right? We say we're tired. We say our heart's tired. And I've heard yeah. this in other conversations too and in conversations I'm having with the people in my life. My heart is tired. What do you think it means to have a tired heart?
2: I'm, I saw this video the other day um, and it was a um, person singing about um, just being like, yeah, aliens collect me because I'm, I'm Earth to the ghetto and I'm literally... Yes. <laughs> Um, um. that's literally me <laughs> right now in life. Literally, I see, I'm literally like, that's it, collect me.
1: You know, I felt today I had this kind of moment of like a flash of anger. So uh, I don't know if you know this, but the LGB Alliance has been granted charity status by the Charity Commission. Mm. So this very anti-trans uh, group has been granted charity status And I wanted to say, I wanted to scream out, like, this country is such a shithole. (laughs) You know, like, it's embarrassing to be part of this country.
2: It is, 100%. Like, literally, that is how I feel Um, every, almost, yeah, at at some point every day, um, Which is, you know, it just means that I have to work extra hard to find my joy, which is doable, Mm. but it doesn't, it doesn't take away from, you know, sometimes feeling like we're in a, a
1: A hellscape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, how do you pursue your joy then?
2: Um music music is 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 my happy place music and spending time with the um around my matriarch is the those are the things that really bring me joy um okay
1: well let's yeah. take those let's take those each in turn then so music what is it about music what is the process how, how does that how do you find joy in it or how know, do you extract uh, the joy from uh-huh. it to quote pj samuels
2: um, how do I, extra- I love PJ Samuels
1: <laughs> Isn't she <That's>
2: great amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do Literally I treat myself To my favourite albums um, Which are All of India Irie's albums mm. um, I've, I'm, Growing up I listened to India Like On repeat Every night I had her on loop Like that's how I went to sleep listening to I felt like India Ari was my um India Ayri's albums were like my um like my my go-to mantras like treated it almost as if it was like my how-to at Mm life. Um the way she speaks about you know life experiences and um obstacles and relationships and family literally everything she encapsulates it so well and for me it 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 helped me understand the world so i'm really grateful to india um
1: and when you say that she helped you understand the world
2: i'd say like on a a spiritual sense um i mean I, Mm. I, i grew up in the church um i i'm no longer christian but um i'm a spiritual person i'm buddhist sgi um and on a spiritual level like i just like it things for me align and it aligns from a place of you know a place of peace i've i've, I've learned that things um don't necessarily just have to happen to me you know um that's something that i got i got from listening to India. Um, and also it's it's about, you know, it's about how I see the world as well. Like I remember just listening to like the 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 um last song that she's got on an album and she's just literally like just speaking about all the things that you know God's created. How can you not believe in a God and stuff and like just mm. like the if you think about like the fact that there are metals in, in the earth and stuff and the fact that metals exist in us, you know. Um just to balance it. I guess I just love the way that she views the world. It's just it just it just reminds me to look outwards. Reminds me to look out and you know, take things in, take in nature, you know, taking space.
1: And it's so it's exceedingly difficult to do that when Black Death is such a prominent part of our existence, right? Oh, when yeah. 100%. We are being served these images day in. And day out that yeah. kind of reinforce the precarity of black life. And I think so many of us are, are so busy defending ourselves that we need these moments where someone kind of points us to mm. a remembering, right? That that the world exists and is bountiful and beautiful, and I mean, yeah. I guess inherently made for black joy and black thriving.
2: Yeah, like I, I guess if I was to um, describe it. Um, more articulately I'd say that um, for me India's music is a healing space um, no matter where I am in the world I can listen to um, some India voyage, voyage to India is literally the, the, my, the most soothing of albums um, but like I can put it on and I feel safe mm-hmm. no matter where I am um, and that's that's what I think is so important and vital us as you know as, as black people just to have spaces where we we can feel safe in what what brings us safety what brings us joy you know and just to really hold on to those those things for dear life because we're living in a world that is constantly you step outside your house you switch on, before you even step outside your house you look at your phone and you're just like wow <laughs> okay world um <laughs> new levels of invalidating <laughs> our life but just like new levels every single day um and I, that's why for me sometimes I, I, I not even just sometimes I always have to have access to my happy places and I have to know them really well because especially with the job that I do sometimes it's as much as I I, I love what I do sometimes it puts me in spaces that don't necessarily always feel as safe as they can um so it's important for me to have my safe space it's important for me to be able to create that because that's within my um capabilities and I guess it's for me like what I love is the fact that I know that I can create that space I don't need to you know ask other people to do that for me I can provide that for myself
1: that's beautiful and you mentioned another way and that you find joy or through which you extract joy is the matriarch say more
2: yeah um i'm very 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 close with my my mom and my gran um and then just any time i'm around them it's, a, it's also a healing space um for me especially when i'm around my gran she's um um just at 97 last month so big her up big up, up my grandma um Ninety seven and that and still here. I am so so blessed. Um and yeah, just, just you know, just being able to share space with a woman who is, you know, almost a century <laughs> um, you know, old. For me, I'm I'm just so so honored to be and share space. Um, what lessons with, from um, her
1: stand out for you?
2: I feel like everything I know I, I learned from her, be it the way that she she she's um, parented, the way that she's navigated life, or be it the way that she hasn't done something, I feel like is my reference point to um, how to um, navigate the world. And also just like, you know, what I really love is where she, she was able to articulate, where she feels like she's, falling short and you know to remind me to not do you know my grandma's really great at doing that <laughs> um ever since I can remember she's always been like you know anyway Shailam is soon dead so make sure you do this so make sure you, do that. <laughs> and, you know like as much as I laugh about it I'm like okay yeah she's always she's, I felt like you know from the moment I've been able to um really understand um what she means to me i've been able to be like okay i feel like she's preparing me to exist in the world um without her
1: it's it's really wonderful for you to acknowledge i think that 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 she's preparing you that she knows that she's passing on these life lessons but also you know supporting you for a life for a world in which she won't be that that place to extract joy
2: yeah no definitely um i'm I, you know my grandma she last year was a really challenging year for her and and um for myself and my family and i think i'm just like in a place where i'm like every day that i'm able to like that she's here that i'm able to you know have her here with me in a physical sense is a day to celebrate her life and um so i'm so glad that um i remembered, remembered to mention mention that because you know every every time I think of my grandma you know I, I rejoice man that woman that woman is love and um I'm so so honored to be her granddaughter
1: what a blessing
2: yeah man yeah <laughs> I I myself getting a bit checked out <laughs> I wasn't ready um but yeah no my grandma she's good people especially with the fact that you know she has a really queer um granddaughter who you know lives life um as as um, unapologetically as possible um she's never encouraged me to censor myself you know and for for a 97 year old jamaican woman that is that's something different that is yeah.
1: Different. you know there's 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 this kind of recurring theme I think um in society kind of writ large that Black people, Black families are more homophobic than other families or more transphobic Mm. than other families or are worse at everything than everybody else. And I just don't know if that's true. And I think indeed the data doesn't bear it out.
2: And I
1: think that we have to share more of these stories of, we have to challenge these notions.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me, like my grandma, like my, 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 (laughs) my, Coming out experience to my uh my gran, I I um I took a while because I was just like I don't I don't feel the need to like first of all my mum my mum told me not to because my mum was like you know you you don't need to stress your grandma out and be to kill her <laughs> off don't do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. So, uh, I was like maybe I won't tell her and then it like it few years passed and she just is getting on to me about you know like settling down at some point in life like or just not even settling down just sharing sharing my life with somebody and one day she was just like so you know so sorry uh well yeah you, you have, you have someone and i was like uh what so what did you say like you know you, you can't just work uh child. all you do is work you have to you know I have to share your life with somebody. And I was just like, oh yeah. And I do actually, funny enough. And um at that point I was, you know, I was in a um I was am with my um wonderful, wonderful partner Sherovsky, up, like Um and I was like, yeah, yeah, grandma, um I am, you know, I am, you know, I'm with someone at the moment. And she was just like, oh, so what's wrong with him? Why you never, you know, you never bring him to come and meet me? Da, 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 da. And I was just like, I was like, Grandma, it's not that straightforward, you know? It's not really like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, what do you mean by that? What, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, uh, I'm not really at this point in life. I'm not really, you know, like interested in guys like that, Grandma. She was like, what do you mean? And I was just like, I was like, oh, I guess, I guess we're gonna do this. <laughs> we're gonna do this now. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm not in a relationship with a man, grandma. I'm in a relationship with a woman. And she, she just thought about it for a moment, and I just saw her brain recalibrating. Uh, just like she's like, what? That? Who is that arm? She was thinking for ages. Like she just said, like, "This her arm. She's one arm." <laughs> <laughs> but then call him again. What? What <laughs> <name> he you? <is? laughs> I was just like waiting for her to just say something. It's just like, he's a, um, he's that a lesbian? And we literally both just started busting out laughing, like, <laughs> hysterically laughing. Um, I was just like, grandma, I don't really use that term. I think sexuality is, you know, fluid. But fair enough, if that, you know
1: if it yeah, helps if it, it make sense for if you if it makes sense for you then yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah um yeah. she's like she's like oh you're you know like, i just want you to be happy and that's that's all that matters so mm. i'm so i'm so blessed man blessed.
1: and how reaffirming right because i think that so many of us hold family members and people close to us in such high regard and that as you've explained already that kind of trepidation about saying something mm-hmm. or indeed when we're told not to Mm. then they reaffirm not only us but themselves right they yeah they let us know that this adoration this reverence that we have for them is isn't misplaced it's it's well earned yeah. it's it's true
2: um yeah definitely like you know just being able to bear that part of myself with my grandma as like I've never really hidden myself from my grandma I've always you know like In my my most true self with her but I feel like it's you know a a brand new thing when she's able to you know see me and my partner and she 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 loves she loves my partner so much and I'm so so glad that that's what my family looks like because um you know like building the future and stuff my kids are going to be able to you know hear about their grandma their great grandma not just from me but I'm a partner so you know that is for me that is what's up that right there is that's the highest the highest um blessing highest blessings
1: what's your grandmother's name
2: my grandma's name is Eudora Louise Coke and people up, have Miss Lou yeah. big up
1: Miss Lou <laughs> yeah
2: man. am bigger up every day every day I bigger <laughs> up I have to do I literally find myself just like like you know, like our parents talk about their kids all the time. That is literally me. <laughs> that is me. Oh my god, <laughs> literally anywhere I go. But you know, that's that's love right there. That's what that is. That's love.
1: This is Mioho, which Shiloh composed to accompany a short film written by Pamela Numvete called Sisterhood for the Sake of Happiness. The film symbolizes five generations of Buddhists and artists from the African diaspora. busy being black will return in just a moment
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohoo a hand clapper a high fiver I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, BTW, Void avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm
1: Josh Rivers, and you're listening to Busy Being Black. Today, I'm in conversation with composer, actress, writer, and musician, Shiloh Koch. Let's talk about recognition. Yes. You did this wonderful audio play, and I should say to you that I was sent the audio play and Mm -hmm. um, asked to listen to it, and I thought, you know, I make a podcast and I listen to things all the time, but an audio play, and I was really resistant to it, and then I played it, and your voice... Like immediately, I was just like, I have to listen to this whole thing right now. Oh, that's so. Y- you were that's so. Fun. You were so phenomenal, and mm-hmm. you are so phenomenal, actually, because it's a, it's a, it's a thing, it's a media thing. But, um, talk to us about recognition, about what it is.
2: Recognition. Where do I start? First of all, actually,
1: actually, let me try this again. Fine. Don't talk to us about recognition, what it is, because we've got press releases and descriptions <laughs> on, on websites for that and I'll talk about it in the show notes what's what's recognition been for you
2: oh yeah wow um before I say anything I've got to really really big up a dear friend of mine um Amanda Amanda Wilkin is one of the most um incredible artists I have ever worked with in my life um and I'm 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 so glad that I get to call her one of my friends because she's she's brilliant. Uh, it, it, and not just as a writer, as an as an actress, as a you know just an all round performer, and also as a musician, you know, songwriter. She's just like it's, 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 she's on another level. So when I was um, approached to um to you know read in play song, I I um straight away without even reading i was like yes it's amanda's anything for amanda um and then i read it and i was like wow like i feel like i feel like song every day like song as a musician as a as a composer um being a person who creates music often you know in spaces that aren't predominantly black i am I find myself often having to explain what music means to me and and how I go about music in a way that I don't feel that my white peers have to. The layer of also being woman, you know, means that any chance, you know, people can get, especially if I'm like musical directing, um, is is constant. <laughs> Constant.
1: Um, what's the word I'm looking for?
2: Is it a questioning? Questioning. Yes, that's the word. Constant questioning. Um, and I've learned. We I've learned over the, the the past few years that um, I don't need to deal with that. I I started playing instruments at quite a young age. My parents are musicians. Um, my grandmother is also a musician. I grew up in in a space around surrounded by musicians and music and musicians and artists, and it meant that um, it is the very core of me. Um, music is love, and that's what my family gave me. Um, and being able to make a career out of this art form, um, I know what I'm doing, and I and I know that I have to know what I'm doing because I'm not afforded the, op- the 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 option to, to to be anything less than when it comes to creating music or arranging music. I you know as a as a as a black person, we aren't afforded the the, the chance to be mediocre. Not that we should strive for that. But right. yeah. <laughs> not that's what I'm saying. But it's not even on the list. With... So... You'd be great or you just don't or you don't be try. greater <laughs> yeah <laughs> you like, literally, great or you be greater literally, yeah. that is the that's it um 100 percent, 100 percent. that's what it is and um yeah i just uh, playing playing song she literally i was saying the lines and i felt weird because i say these things on a daily basis right right know when speaking about um, classical music as well uh, I've got a deep a deep deep love of classical music and operas and um, even the fact that I love that is like constantly questioned like oh Charlotte you you what you you enjoy this or you know the fact that I listen to Sontime on repeat like yeah one of my one of my favorites my favorite um, musical theater um, composers who are such a unique you know, unique style. Uh, I was just so brilliant, and um, one of my biggest influences as a composer. Um, yeah, it's just constantly questioned and it's it's, it's exhausting. and you know when I was at when I was at drama school, I trained as an actor who plays instruments um, and I wasn't seen as one of the the, the, the strongest musicians in my class. Um, and that was that was okay for me because I was like. I'm not here to be the perfect student. I'm here to get an agent and bounce. Yeah. <laughs> so like, literally, like, <laughs> like, you lot can be great students. I'm here to uh, have as much support as I can get to yeah. go and have a career. That is yeah. what I want from here. You know, Actually.
1: I think what stood out for me about recognition, and I think this is, I don't know if this is true, but I mean, for if this was the intention, but it's what stood out for me. Was that both song and Samuel Coleridge Taylor? It wasn't necessarily this kind of drive to perform and to create. Wasn't necessarily to prove people wrong, but was to because they felt compelled to express themselves. Yeah, and I think Uh, that's a really important thing to to talk about to draw you out on.
2: As an artist, I think that we all we all that's how we navigate life just trying to trying to make sense of things you know Mm. we we and we use our art to do that you know we use our art to express ourselves and to to find a deeper meaning to things and all all, you know and to relieve ourselves from some from you know like stresses and stuff and I feel like we do that through our music um and Samuel Kowish Taylor I I was really like disappointed in myself at the fact that I wasn't as I'd heard of I'd heard his music, but I wasn't aware on on like a yeah, I that's Samuel Corbett Taylor. I'd heard his music, but didn't know that was him. And I, I had to ask myself why. Um, why didn't I know who he was? You know, especially at the fact that um, with the fact that I'm also a a, a black person who's a a composer why why did i not know this
0: Hmm. and then
2: i thought about what it means to be british and i thought what it means to be recognized in this country and then i was like oh yeah of course that's what i'm doing i had to i had to like relinquish that that kind of that pressure that i'd put on myself at the fact that i was unaware of this person but within history like black british history is not documented in, in in the same way as as English history, it just isn't and um, and that is is something else like the, when you watch, when you when you listen to not what sorry when you listen to what song's saying and what, what Samuel's saying, there's a constant there's a constant pushing to to create the art that they want to tell using their art to have a deeper understanding also of themselves but constantly not being recognized um or seen for, for 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 what they're you know trying to do they're not their art is not being recognized it isn't no matter how hard Samuel worked it was like you can run yourself into the ground and you you will not be recognized
1: mm-hmm.
2: you have to be okay with that like we're not we're not in this for the the recognition, and that's say the
1: that again.
2: You know, because we, we have to. You have to realize <laughs> that as a, as a, as, a, oh, as a black artist, you gotta realize that you can't yes. be in it for the the recognition. You just can't be. You know, you you're not gonna get it. You think about it, you know, like what is it? What does it take for us to be able to be recognized in that same in that same life? I even just think about my experience of being an actress and and actresses who have come before me I think of like some some incredible performance that I, uh, black British women through history and then I think of like you know like Marianne Jean-Baptiste who was Oscar nominated doing bits I love Marianne like big up Marianne every chance I get um and then you come back to England and you you know you're not you're not, you're not getting treated the way that you should be. Marianne Jean-Baptiste is is British royalty, you, you, you know, it, it, within the acting scene. You have to recognise her for what she is. And not just because an Oscar is is validating her worth, but it's that woman. She's been out here grafting. She's been out here grafting.
1: It is a tremendous talent.
2: Yeah, like, and it's not even just... And I'm saying that as just the first name that came off, the, you know, the top of my head. There's so many... There's so many before her, you know, generations before her, and after her. Who, you know, like people are quick to, you know, not not recognize. That's why we've got to make sure that we do. You know, we have hmm. to make sure that we do. We got to recognize each other. Like my friends, they laugh at me all the time because they they name drop really like really important um English actors, and I'm like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> are they who's black? That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's that? <laughs> Literally. But you know, you asked me you asked me who um American actors are who have done such smaller scale things like like I remember watching watching Antoine Fischer back in the day and that's when I learned of Viola Davis. That's 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 when I learned about Viola Davis. Mm. Viola Davis was in my on my on my radar from way back. Yeah. You know. I think young. it's
1: such an important yeah. reminder about our about how we orient ourselves in our art. Or and, and and to and to broaden it out, you know, because they'll they'll be busy being black listeners who are expressing themselves in in various ways that aren't necessarily creative, mm-hmm. but that orientation in ourselves and, and in our purpose—not to sound too woo-woo—that is one that's grounded in one self-expression mm-hmm. is is probably the, the most important thing, and two impact over recognition. I think why we just talked about that on the last episode of the show was that
0: yeah.
1: impact becomes becomes really really important and remembering that we're here to impact and you know it might be impact on a global scale you might be the mm. next Beyonce or Oprah in my case or the next Viola Davis but that that we can't also forget that we have that kind of immediate impact in our around in the people in the lives of the people around us
2: no it's it's true like you, you know a a um if you think about it like just on on a basic level like a single the single sun illuminates the earth you know that's the we are you know we 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 within our communities you have to recognize the, the the lives that are being affected via via you know by us via us and you know like it's 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 so important to really invest in 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 work art things all things all things that are for us by us you know it's is so important and I, I'm really grateful that I'm somebody who has grown up in an environment that was where that was really encouraged to to like my my first experience of theatre or my understanding of of like plays and stuff like as much as like at school they were taking us to to watch uh the tempest and stuff. I also knew that my mum was going out and watching like Shibada and like and stuff like that, like, way, way back in the day. And um as much as I was I was too young, so, like, I'd still like YouTube it and be like, oh, Shibada, yeah, I'm watching that. And that was you know, I've been watching like Tyler Perry musicals from like way way back when. Like uh, the you know the videos on the videos on YouTube. I Perry's
1: their own kind of yeah, but you know <laughs> he's but, queer um, and black. We'll give him a little bit of leeway. We we'll give him a little bit of
2: love, but um yeah, um yeah, but you know think 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 of him what what we want. It's just the the fact that you know that that was the, those those stories have been out there. There were so many people whose Who's um I've got I've, I've really got to check myself on that because I'm all I'm constantly like oh no do you feel need to tell that story or, but at the same time I'm I'm glad that the stories are being told and and it's important that that they're, they're told you know um, the other stuff when we when we're really getting the nitty gritty of things you know we can we, we we can do and we are we are allowed to but you know it's just nice to know that those reference points are there and you know Mm. it really serves a a particular community And you think about you know what what that art form is and you know that that has a certain 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 community that are going to go out and support that it's nice to know that that is available and accessible and there you know it serves its purpose
1: we have the wins from the civil rights movement right our job is to build on those wins and that makes sense to me, right? That we we take and build upon what those who came before us have done. And then you have yeah. moments like recognition in which these parallels between a, a past experience and a present experience are kind of laid really bare. You know, they're brought into relief. You, It's kind of the crux of the, sh- of the conversation is that this is how similar shit is. And That's I think, I it, think it can be hard to confront that and to reckon with that and not be a little bit disheartened by that.
2: it's the perfect it's the perfect example of how although time has passed and things have somewhat shifted the fact that institutional racism is very much alive this this is proof of that Mm -hmm. because even though things have moved forward even though time has has you know moved forward and and you know, I can't say for myself the liberties that I have. I knew that even just my grand did, did, didn't didn't have, her grand didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, the so things are definitely somewhat somewhat shifted. But if if you know the core is rotten, how can you you know how can you build something healthy <laughs> on top of that?
1: You've been part of this beautiful project, Recognition, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that brings together um, a young woman named Song and Samuel Coleridge-Taylor. And that's very much about uniting the past and the present and kind of Mm. talking about those similarities, the parallels. Mm. And I wonder if I was to ask you to think about the future, Mm -hmm. what kind of conversation would you hope that a future actress Composer, writer, musician, would have with you when they heard your music or read some of your writing.
2: You know what? Good question. I hope they learned something about about me, not just you know the, the my craftsmanship, but like. about where I was at when I, I I made I made that song. I hope I hope they they learned something um about about me as an artist from the way that I, I create music. Like I really love listening to composers and listening to their albums um that they've made over the years and hearing the themes within their music that reappear. Um, I really really love that at the moment i'm obsessed with um nicholas brittle hope hope i'm saying his name right um and i've listened to several um of his compositions and varying genres and hearing the similar themes and i can be like yeah that's nicholas that that is nicholas because of this right right. um i hope i hope they're, they're able to do that with my music um the same way i can you know look at look at my own music and, and look at my mentors, my music mentor's music and see a similarity in the way that we syncopate um, and and be like, wow, <laughs> like I'm really, I'm surprised, I, now I see where I get that from. Yeah. And I said that to him the other day, um, big up Kyra Nikawa, he's a G as well. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant artist. Um,
1: so you yeah. hope to be seen.
2: I hope, yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope to be, and I, I don't mean seen yeah, as in kind seen, of like flashing light. Understood, yeah, yeah, I hope to yeah. be understood um, because you know there are. I I never went to a a a music school. I never sat down and studied um, music the way that so many other brilliant um, brilliant composers that I I look up to did. I I my music is is from the heart, and then I, I, that's where I. I start and then I intellectualize that, you know. Um, I start from the heart and then it and then it becomes um, more, um, I guess, academic in a sense um, in the way I structure things. So, you know, and I've had to uh, do it like that because that's that's how I started off in music. You know, that's that's how it how it all started out. Um, my first instrument. That I I that I had passion for was not a conventional instrument. It was a steel drum, and and when people think of the steel drum, they don't think about complexity. But for me, that's what it was. Being in a grown up in a band that has existed for more years than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know that's that's what it is. That's what music is for me. You know. Um. And yeah, I just hope I just hope they understand. They, they they understand something about me from my music not just that like i i'm not really somebody who really cares about a uh, critique of my my music i don't i don't i'm never validated by um, the opinions of others because the only opinion that really matters is mine uh, <laughs> when it comes to me um, <laughs> that's that's just how i that's how i roll man it's just me um, so i hope they understand something about me I like to
1: be understood. To close, I ask all of my guests the same question What do you hope for? Sorry, let me ask that again. There's a motion. Yeah, I had it. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> to close, I ask all of my guests the same question What do you hope for?
2: I hope for calm. Right now, hmm. that's what I hope for. Hope for calm, and peace, that'd
1: be That'd be nice. <laughs> that would be a fine thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I really, I really hope for. Um, and it might, it might sound a bit wanky to some people, but that's just really what I want. Um, it doesn't
1: sound wanky at all. Sorry to interrupt. It doesn't at all. It sounds oh, like something you. You. deserved it and hard won
2: yeah i feel like i feel like you know especially especially navigating this world as a black or brown person like you're constantly you're constantly on defense now and sometimes it would just be nice to just you know just to just to be for a bit just to be i hope that for future generations as as, as musicians i hope that that they they can just make art and for it to just be you know. That's what I hope, I feel like that's what, that's what Stone got from, from, from learning about Samuel Courage-Taylor's experience, Samuel Courage-Taylor's experience, and yeah, I feel like that's what it is, like just, that guy worked so hard, man, he worked so hard, and and was only recognised after he passed, and I constantly ask myself if if his partner wasn't who she was, would he have been recognised? You know, this is a man who who left a, a you know died and and left his 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 white wife to to survive on her own. And I, I just think, well, if if his wife wasn't wasn't that, would would he still have been? You know, would PRS have been created? Would those things have been have been done in honour of him? Because He's, he's left um, a woman who who is black or brown just to survive on her own. I ask myself that all the time. Um, the reality is I know the answer. And that's why I hope for peace. <laughs> and that's why I hope for ease and, and for, for artists of the future just to be, even just the next generation after me, just to be, man. That's what it is. That's what's up.
1: Shiloh, thank you so much for being here and for offering yourself and your, your life and your perspective up. I'm really grateful.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. This has been beautiful.
1: Shiloh Koch is a composer, musician, actress, and writer. She stars as Song in a new audio play called Recognition. You'll find links to Shiloh and her work in the show notes. Busy Being Black is the podcast exploring how we live in the fullness of our queer black lives. Thank you to our partners, UK Black Pride, Blackout UK, The Tenth, Schools Out, and to you, the listeners. Your support of Busy Being Black means the world. Please do rate and review the show and tell others. The more you do, the more people like us get to hear the stories and voices amplified here. And finally, thank you to my friend and co conspirator Lazarus Lynch, a musician and culinary extraordinaire based in New York City, for creating Busy Being Black's triumphant and ancestral theme music.
0: Chumba, ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Old prohibited by law.
1: 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.